Welcome back to System Administrative, the podcast where Jathan does not know how to operate Audacity. This is Brent. This is the first time I'm doing this, dude. And I'm Nathan J. <laughs> Jathan, we've been doing this for six years. Literally six years. Yeah, but I was in college before. That's different. <laughs> what? How is what? That different? <laughs> what? What about just last episode? Then? What? Dude, this new counter on the bottom what? is bad. What does? What does? What does high, what does college have to do no, with it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. He's looking for an excuse. Don't give it to him. Don't let him even explain himself. Just flat out, flat out disqualify it. Okay. He is disqualified. He's one thousand percent disqualified for making any statement whatsoever. What? Okay, so that's gonna ruin this episode. Before we get the bands, I'm just gonna quick mention that tonight we're talking about bone scans and virus scanners with Linux. Okay. But I, I wanted to get that out of the way. You know why this is my jam? Time. What is your jam? I bet we're going to talk about fucking clams. <laughs> we might. We might talk about clams. We, clams baloney. When's good the last time we shout out? Yeah, out clams. We actually were talking about you before we started recording. When's the last time we gave you a shout out? Because if it's been too long, then I'm going to give you one. But if it has not been that long, then never mind. Fuck you. Also, How, shout out to Amir. Do you actually... Yeah, Shahid, too. No, clams. For whatever reason, man, they think that I know you in real life, and I'm fairly or certain I don't. You know him. And if it's just you know him, but he doesn't know you, how long have you been watching him through his window? Please, yeah, that's creepy. Please, please and also, can you please share the videos? Well, no, I don't want to see them. I do. It's going to be weird when Peyton sees a picture of himself on my monitor. <laughs> right? Seriously. It'll be kind of weird. <laughs> was that a tapping noise? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. That's Good not start. me anymore. Good start, way. guys. Good <laughs> Yeah, this is gonna be a strong episode. Yeah, this is gonna be a quick episode. Trust us, this episode is gonna be more of a grower than a shower. <laughs> oh my gosh! We'll be done in forty-five minutes tops. Yeah, but it'll get better as it goes. There you go. It just needs practice. It's funny, you know, at, at CU they have all these signs on campus that say "Be Boulder," and I just now got it. Like I feel like I'm being Boulder right now. I'm getting bigger. Boulder. Yeah. Wow. It should That's... be being more bold. But right. well, the town is called but, Boulder. Right, but then it right. doesn't get it. You don't that. Yeah, then right. you don't get the pun. So. Yeah, jokes. Jokes lost on Brent. Jokes. I got it. No, no, I got it. It's just not funny because they break grammar to do it. No. I hate puns. It I would hate be ads more like that, that break that use weird punny grammar to be neat or nifty or you right. know whatever. Like I hate that. Just stop. You're not funny. You're not amusing. Go away. I find more humor and cleverness in it too. They exploit proper grammar. Yeah. But I find it better when they exploit proper grammar to do it. Correct. Correct. Because it takes more talent and skill and intelligence. Indeed. Indeed. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't distract you because it sounds more natural. Right. All around, it's better that way, Jathan. It's better than Jathan? What? No, it's better better that way, I said Jathan, but, you know. Jathan, what are you doing? I'm not doing anything, dude. I'm just sitting here. Okay, I thought I heard clicking. Is that you? Who's clicking? I hear clicking. clicking. It's Peyton. Mouse clicking. Mouse clicking? Oh, sorry. Okay. (laughs) It was driving me nuts. Yeah, so so Jathan has come out the other end of (laughs) of a (laughs) procedure. Are you doing on a scale of one to ten? How how well do you think you're doing tonight, Jathan? Yeah, how you doing tonight? Well, better than the night before. What happened the night before? I think we um, know what happened the night before. The preparation. Were you shitting yourself the night before? It was a shitty night. Yes, it was a shitty night. But, you know, the good news is you don't have cancer. True story. Yeah. And so I called far, it. You know, it wasn't right. really a hard Listen. thing to call because That's you're right. you're So, you know, the, the problem but... is that it doesn't... I'm still having gastrointestinal issues. issues. Yes. That yeah. now don't have an answer. Are they looking at other stuff like Crohn's and stuff? No. We, we can talk about this later. But... Okay. Okay. This is getting too TMI. T- I guess it would be. Am I too much mm-hmm. information? Yes. Yeah. Too TM. much indigestion. Welcome to she- <laughs> administrivia. <laughs> that, that was good, actually. <laughs> or TMJ, and not the jot. It's too much Jathan. Well, yeah. everybody knows what that feels like. <laughs> Brent only gets there about once a year, but he yells for a yes, while. Oh, it's true. Like. It's true. Absolutely. It takes me a while to get there, but when you get me there... Yeah, and then it's like okay. a week of him just like not talking to me. <laughs> yeah, because I need that for my mental health at that point. I was like, I can't I cannot fucking talk to this dude right now. 
That's so funny. Uh, but the good news is it's only like once a year, so. Once yeah, the rest of the time he system. tolerates me, thank God. Yeah. yeah, once it's out of my system, I'm like, okay, I can do this And it's never the other way around, you know? Like, I don't get tired of Brent, because no, he's such a goddamn Deloitte. Deloitte, he's Deloitte. Deloitte. I can't. How the he's fuck did that start? Deloitteful. We talked about them as a baddie. We did. Oh my gosh, we did. We did. That's we did. right. That was like and it was glorious, S4. I might add. It was glorious. Yeah. It was Wait, like what very... season are we in right now? S5. Oh, then S5. it was an S3E4. Really? I'm calling it. I don't know if it is, but I'm curious <laughs> if I'm right. All right. Well, you know what, Peyton? What? Why don't you give your tip? And while you're doing that, I got a tip. For I you. am going to look up our releases and see if I can find when we when well, we just type in Deloitte. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. S2E17. That's E17. what he's doing. Oh okay. wow, that was, that was a while ago. That was a lot. Wow. Yeah, that was three years ago. Wow. I was closer than I thought I'd be, though. That's almost exactly uh, three years close. Ago. We're on what? Uh, no, we're that not. Wasn't... We're not that close. No, we're... no we're, that was the end is, of the uh, season. Yeah, this is S five E eight. Right, so right, 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 right. About that's what like uh, three months off from three months. Hey, three so years. sneak preview. Yeah, we have a cool so, guest coming soon. Oh, yeah. Yes, we do. We're not going to tell you much more than that. I don't want to say what it's about, and I don't want to say the name. It's because It's a person, and they did something. It's Eminem. <laughs> He's coming to talk to us. I will say that they are an author. The an book author. does look interesting. And, you know, obviously in our field. Like, first and foremost, they actually you know, not they in our field. In our, I mean, not in our speciality, he, he said, no. He said he it's was, our, but he's not really Our in industry. Field. I should say. <laughs> yeah. Probably not interesting to hand out to like a homeless person. Like, don't give them that book to read. Well, I'm not going to get it. <laughs> if you're what? interested in this podcast, you're probably interested in the book he's writing. I'll put it that and way. And we'll ask him cool questions to make it better. Right. We will. We will yeah. ask him no, cool I'm, questions. No, I'm stoked. It does, it does look like a good book. And it's a topic I've, I've always had a lot of interest in. But that hopefully will be next episode. We do need to work out scheduling with him. But fingers crossed, because that sounds like a really fun episode. I'm stoked about it. Me too. I can't wait. Yeah, let's move on. Okay. Tatum, what's your tip? Okay, so I don't have a Linux, Unix related tip tonight. I want to talk about a special project that I've been working on. I don't know if I told you guys or not, but a couple years ago I bought a Costco Playhouse, one of the little cedar playhouses. It's uh, four feet by six feet or whatever. It's perfect Mm -hmm. for little kids. My wife and I decided we were going to get something nice for the boys and mm-hmm. uh, we were looking at play sets and they were absolutely abysmally expensive like you know two three grand mm-hmm. usually are yeah. whatever so is this I, gonna be a tip about woodworking yes yes it is now be quiet i thought you like wood jathan he loves wood yeah yeah okay so, keep going so anyway i told my wife i said honey i can build this mm-hmm. cheaper mm-hmm. And put the playhouse up on a up on a platform, race platform. I can do all that cheaper than us buying a playhouse from either the Amish or Superior Systems or whatever. And so uh, I've completed it to, for mm-hmm. the most part. I'm still working on the railing. Mm-hmm. The playhouse is actually up on a four foot high deck in my backyard. It's nestled in the trees, and so it's nice and shady. Nice. And the boys are absolutely gaga over it. So I, what I will do is I will have pictures tomorrow. I will send them to Brent, and then he could put them on the thing. But anyway, it felt good to get out and, you know, work with my hands. And, you know, I, I have a nice miter saw, and so I was able to make precise mm. cuts and all nice. this. And... Watch out for bees. Huh? Watch out for bees. Yeah. They like to build nests and playhouses. Yeah, mm. we already have two big, huge bumblebees flying around the uh, playhouse. No, it's okay. Bumblebees don't sting. Yeah. Carpenter bees don't sting either. No, Well, they can. I don't think so, dude. I think they can bite, but I think they don't. Look it up. They have stingers. Well, anyway, I have also slow-mo video of a bumblebee flying around the deck before I finish putting the the playhouse on it. Mm -hmm. So I might include that as well. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. This is a hell of a fucking story. But anyway. (laughs) This is about to lead into a Linux utility, folks. Just hang on. Well, no, I told you. I said it wasn't about a Linux utility tonight. So uh, I, used, I used Xcalc to calculate used X-Calc the dimensions to calculate the, the required dimensions to, <laughs> you know, whatever. But anyway, this is more about, you know, if you Too have much a problem, love. Jesus Christ, shut up. If you want to get out and do something with your hands, I mean, there's nothing stopping you from taking a break from your computer-related work and going out and, you know, just uh, building something nifty. I had something similar to a home improvement project. I put in mm-hmm. a whole house filter. 
Oh, wow. Really? It's the shit's banging. It's got these huge, like, wow. reservoirs for the filters. They're like 20 inches. A whole and, uh, house filter? Yeah. Really? So you, you hook it up right to the water main. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah like a, you mean like for hard water, like a water softener? No, it does not soften water. What it does is it removes uh, VOCs like chlorine, and it removes sediment. I've got a lot of sediment Interesting. in my area. So this this will extend the life of my hot water heater. It'll. When did we all become such boomers, by the way? Uh, not me. Know. Fuck you. Don't lump me into your bullshit. <laughs> I have to ask you. Yes. I was going to ask you. I'm sorry. Boo. What prompted you to, to do this? So... The it's mostly just the quality of the water in the area. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. So all your water just tastes baller, but you're using filtered water to flush your shitter now, dude. Not yeah. really. Not well. Not yeah, it's it's really, on the mains, but, but yeah. Showering is a lot better. Sh- why? Why would showering matter? Do you have? I guess what have I you've never is... had hard water and like shit with yeah, a ton of that, sediment. Do you have hard not water? Really? The... Okay, try it sometime and let me know how pleasurable that shower is. Why? Nothing's different. It's absolutely different. It is. Different. It also gets in your pipes. It the corrodes your hot you water heater. Your water know heater. This is. Do other regions say hot water heater, or is that a PA thing? Because it's technically just water heater. We have hot water heaters in Texas. No, we call it a hot water heater. I do. I mean, I'm from, obviously. Yeah, it's technically just a water heater, but I keep saying hot water heater because it's just like it's what you're supposed to do. Okay, yeah, because anyway. you're right. It's not hot when it gets into the heat. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so. Wait, wait, wait. Mixes. Did you say... It's, it's like, what, did, what do you, you put say? into a toaster? You put bread in. You don't put toast in. Yeah, right. You don't no, put you, toast in the toaster. You put toasted bread in. No. You <laughs> toast the bread in a toaster. But you put bread in. Know, you put untoasted bread. If you're putting toasted bread in your toaster, you're getting burnt toast. It's a yeah. toast burner at that so, point. It's not so a toaster. anyway, my whole point of my tip was, yes. you know, <laughs> do, something, do something neat. If you don't think you have the ability to... Just fucking try it. You never know. You might. You know? You might. You might. Or it might fucking fall and kill your kids. No, it will not fall and kill my kids fine. because yeah. I used, I reinforced the legs. They're, uh, with concrete. servers. <laughs> and, and some servers. And some old servers. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're in the ground there. So, yeah. You know. Well, I just, those 2950s are really The mental heavy. image of using, like, like a 42U rack as, like, a, like a support <laughs> column or some shit. <laughs> Uh, a bu- but anyway, a of, uh... I have a five and a three year old and a one and a half year old, and they love climbing the ladder and running around it. And anyway, yeah, so that was my tip. So a little bit lighthearted tip this time. Hmm. I hope that you guys will forgive that. Uh, but uh, you excuse know, that me, a forty-two U cab, a cabinet, not a cab. rack. A rack is within. The We're cabinet. all stupid. We're all dumb. We're not the, qualified to we do anything. We are not you. as stupid as you are, Jason. The Rona has made us all dumb. Dumb. It's just, I'm, I'm blaming Rona for it. Um, I'm going to blame coronavirus for a lot of things. Yeah, mm-hmm. like everything. It's convenient. Holy shit, what are we drinking? We didn't do that. Shit, we did not. Fuck. I just, guys, we're oh all out of sorts this God, episode. God, fuck Jathan. The Idiot. fucking coronavirus. Piece fuck of Jathan. shit. Okay, Jathan, you want to go first? Since you, since someone, I think that was you that opened it. It was him that opened it. Yeah, what are you drinking? Yeah, we're drinking light, man. <laughs> Hey, okay. hey, 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 we're Miller Lite pros. Wait, I've got Miller Lite too. Should nice. Drinking nice. Miller Lite with your current state. Who gives a fuck anymore, man? <laughs> if I just a... fucking die tomorrow, I'll be glad Who I had the Miller Lite. Who gives a rat fuck? is just like fucking YOLO. I don't care. Fuck it. I don't care I don't if care. I die. It doesn't okay. matter. Okay, millennial. Okay, boomer. I am drinking water tonight. Water. I need to actually refill my glass. But yeah, I'm back on that water. Are you going to are you going to walk Why? over to you your... never drink with us. It's like you don't love us. Anymore. Are you going to walk over good? to your scuttlebutt and refill your water glass? So the funny story is I literally don't need to walk at all. I just need to turn <laughs> about 90 degrees to my right. <laughs> That's why Brent is going to turn from fucking string bean status to like an 800 pound fucking I'm neck beard. Filling it up as we speak. That's Water doesn't make you gain weight, Jadon. That's... No. Oh, wait. Water. Yeah, but he's not walking anymore. Was my point. I walk sometimes. I also have a big. House. I was confused for a second. So, so. You, you're always confused, though. I apologize so. for being confused. I get my exercise just going up and down my stairs. Uh, I hope that tip was okay for you guys. Yeah, well, it's too late. I mean, you didn't clear it with us. I well, cleared it with Brent. I said I had something special tonight. We want to talk. Jay thought if you get okay. to talk about whatever the fuck shit for your fifteen clans, I think we can afford him a little flexibility. With a little stuff. flexibility. 
It's not like I haven't ever not talked about fucking. It's not like shit. his tip is flaccid, Jathan. I have a very meaty tip. Okay, it's got a lot of girth to it. It's turgid. Okay, so vulnerability scanners. Vulnerability. I want to start with those. Okay. But let's do a little bit of intro here. So intro. vulnerabilities do exist for Linux, and they do exist in the wild. And we're talking things like rootkits, right? Yeah. I mean, if, if you think you're secure because Linux, well, okay, mm. all right. You need yeah. To... So they are out there. And really, when you look at it, a vulnerability is literally just any weakness in software that can be exploited to... Exploited? Or, well, let's expand that. In software or configuration, because that can lead to a vulnerability. Looking well, at you, Redis. Also, I mean, also, technically, you can pass on viruses, you know. I wouldn't say that's a vulnerability. Sure, I, I was just saying, like, you can... Having say a virus isn't good. No, it's not, j But I think there's a distinct definition we can apply to, to Would vulnerabilities. Would you rather have coronavirus or Ebola? What? That's not relevant, so let's <laughs> not touch it. <laughs> it's a virus, Okay, yeah, so... Yeah, it's a virus. <laughs> right, getting back into the topic... Yeah, so vulnerabilities, we'll call it a weakness in software mm-hmm. or configuration that can lead to compromise. Or hardware. Or you hardware, mean, yeah, absolutely. You mean or like hardware. giving Apache uh, root credentials? Probably bad. Yeah. yeah. That's not really a... Oh, it's not a virus. It's a anyway, vulnerability. It's vulnerability. I'm, just, I'm, exactly, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm actually feeling pretty good. I'm kidding. I'm, go ahead. Okay. Carry on. Go ahead. I thought... Uh, yeah. Well, now, shit, when you said that, I thought you were fucking sad. No, right, no. So the... Yeah, I think that's a pretty good a good definition. Software, hardware, weakness in configuration, or weakness in the actual design, we'll say. Shit that's because then that can expand to infrastructure, architecture type stuff. So anyways, it's point being, it is a potential route for exploitation slash compromise, right? Yeah. We'll call right. it that. Sure. Yeah. Now, what vulnerability scanners do is they attempt to look for these weaknesses and they, they say, hey, you someone might be able to exploit this, you know? Yeah. Nessus in the Windows world is a oh, very God. common... Nessus is also for Linux. Yeah, no, they do have some, some Linux components, but it's not Linux specific. Yeah, okay, that's fair. It's much more geared towards the Windows environment, we'll say. Yeah, okay, all right. But yeah, so Nessus is a good example of this, right? But tonight, I feel like everybody in our industry has at least heard of, of Nessus. But, so I wanted yeah. to focus on the ones that are maybe a little bit less well-known. Yep. And to start with that, I also want to mention that all these run on Linux themselves. Now, you do run into a, a sort of chicken-egg problem, right? Like, how do you solve the issue of confirming the integrity of files and configurations if you don't have a known good copy? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I was well, looking for an answer, but... <laughs> well, I don't know. What is mm-hmm. the answer for that? There isn't a good one. There isn't a good one. I mean, I you feel have, bad. It was a little bit of a trick question, but there isn't a good one. You have to trust mm-hmm. that your initial configuration is mm-hmm. good. Yeah, so here's the problems with this. Right. You either have to use a centralized database. Right. Obviously, with some sort of cryptographic signing to ensure that the signatures are valid, you know, for these files, the checksums. But you either need to use a centralized database, which means things like Gentoo will not fucking work because it's built and it's non-deterministic building for the binaries. So that's it, right? Right. You could compare it against the system's own, you know, do occasional snapshots and say, hey, this changed. But the problem is if you're doing updates, you need to remember to update those definitions. And and you can't even be 100% certain that your scanner hasn't been compromised. Right. And that's bordering on more of the line of like an IDS. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there are... Which can get... Those can get fucking outrageous in price. Right. Yeah. No, well, there's some free ones that there are, are awesome. Open like source ones. Yeah. Bro, which I think has been renamed, but... We'll talk about them in a second. I do have them on the Scratchpad, but as... We wouldn't know happen. because you're so bad at using the Scratchpad. What are you talking about? I have notes up there for this episode. Oh, well, I don't look at it anymore because you never updated it. <laughs> <laughs> That's because we usually come up with a topic I mean, like 15 you, you minutes before we You record. didn't update it since the fabric one, but yeah. That's true. Yeah. 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 Have, so he updated it tonight because Peyton said so. No, I, well, I've had this updated for about like two weeks now, I think. Yeah, Jathan. You okay. didn't know that? Obviously, the first time we come up with it. an episode topic before the episode happens and you not do the first Go time. figure. Not the first time. Definitely not the first time. I try and do it if we know of a topic beforehand. Anyways, we're getting off topic. Speaking of topic. 
Yeah, so That's vulnerability do, scanners yeah. let you do some neat things, but remember, like, you want to externally confirm them in some way. You can't rely 100% on them, but they're a great start because they're going to catch the low-hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. Now, as for... Now, that's not to say that's bad, though. No. Like, we all make mistakes that are low-hanging fruit at some point. You no, get away well, from well, making those types of mistakes once you have a known good configuration and you use configuration management to maintain it. Yeah, no, low-hanging fruit is in and of itself a good thing, and it's a good way to at least stave off technical debt. Now, right. have I... Jason, I feel like I have, but have I told you the story of the two joggers and the bear? No. Okay, so there's two joggers running through a wood, right? Okay. Through a forest. And they see a bear, and this bear's fucking starved. It's hungry. It's out. It's on the warpath for food, right? So... And it's not a it's not a gay guy in leather, okay? No, right. It's not that kind of bear. It's it's the <laughs> it's the animal bear. The no offense, no offense um, to any gay guys that are bears. No, Peyton's gonna incite some kind of fucking hate on us. I feel like that's largely the seventies and eighties. I feel like they've no, fallen out of still, boat. they're still, they're still, huh? Bears. Okay, men, so anyway, carry, carry, carry. but moving on, right? So bear wants to eat. He's gonna eat, right? Because you can't overpower a bear. He gonna eat. So the one jogger stops, goes down, tightens up, starts tightening up his laces, and then the other jogger says, what the fuck are you doing? You know, you can't outrun a bear. And then the first jogger says, yeah, I don't need to outrun the bear, I just need to outrun you. Meaning, okay, this was a story that I've obviously heard before. <laughs> right. But I didn't no. know what you were talking about because I don't normally hear it in the context of such a fucking laid out storyline. <laughs> it's, how, it's how it was told to me. Okay, but my point is, right, you know, the parable, if you will, of the story, right? The parable. It's all about low hanging fruit. You don't need to be perfect. You need to be better than the next guy in security. Correct. Correct. Right? Correct. Absolutely. Now, the more secure you get it, the better, obviously. But the key is to focus it towards your risk model. And a lot of attackers out there are going for the low-hanging fruit. So Yeah, because they're fucking shills. They're shitty. Right. They're shills? That's yeah, they're like fucking hacker shills. They just want to fucking... Well, yeah. I mean, there's some that are maybe a little bit more talented than that. But, like, yeah, for the most part, they're looking for low-hanging fruit, right? They're yeah. just looking there, to There's no the real box. skills there. They're just fucking... Yeah, script kitties. Yeah, they're just looking to root a box and whatever box they get a hold of that gives them root, you know. But they might not know what to do with it once they have root. <laughs> well, no, they they have a script that someone else wrote that can ah, right. <laughs> start mining the Bitcoin. They'll never right. see exactly, exactly. Yeah. So the <laughs> I've been mining all these boxes and I don't have any Bitcoin coming. In. Where's it going? Right. <laughs> right. So vault scanners will help you a lot in that particular arena. Hmm. As long as you do them regularly and do them early, so you have a known good profile. Yeah. Now, the best I found is Li- Linus, I think? Lin- L-Y-N-I-S. Yeah, Linus. I think that it's called... I don't know what it's called. Yeah, Linus. I don't know anything. Let's I'm not honest. entirely sure of the pronunciation. Nobody but, knows how to fucking name it. I just want to say Linus. it. How, well, how do you know? Yeah, because I, I, I know. And that's what? <laughs> Okay. All right. So Peyton's lying to us. I have all the best pronunciations. Okay. (laughs) Oh, we know that. Normally, Peyton has to ask me how to fucking pronounce the scotch he's drinking. He has all the best pronunciations. What the fuck? Glenn Glenn Morangi. You remember that one? Glenn Morangi. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. Point being. Anyway. Yeah. So Linus, Linus, whatever the fuck it's called, however you pronounce it. We'll link to it in the show. We'll link to all these in the show notes. I found that to be the best. It's... So you've used these personally. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I'm just going to go on record, and I hope I don't get fired for this. <laughs> I've never used a Linux vulnerability scanner. Well, you know, most people haven't. Oh, shit. Most people haven't. You can actually install it and run it right now. It, it shouldn't fuck anything up without recording, but it's great. I mean, it's it's a little bit... Does it, does it do the thing like with Firewall D where you install it and you turn it on and it goes... Fuck all your connections right no, now. Just no, it doesn't. It doesn't well, do that. Any firewall would do that if you. I, I know. I and the thing is, with these, is they also don't try to automatically correct the problems. They report the problems. And you know, they give yeah. You a so summary. wait, have you had it actually tell you about a problem? I've had it give me warnings, but they were all benign. Benign. Yeah. yeah. Benign would be a good word. Yeah. So they're not. Yeah. So they weren't serious. It was. It was mostly due to the differences in like the way Arch does things versus a lot of the others, for instance. Or something I set up, you know. And yeah, they're all warnings. And it's, it does have multiple levels of 
like, hey, this shit's fucked, or like, yeah, you might want to look into this, you know? Mm-hmm. So it is, again, it won't try and automatically fix it. That's important to know with scanners, is they will not try and block anything or anything like that. It's not SE Linux or App Armor. It literally just looks for weaknesses, and that gives you a report. Yeah. And li- That's neat, Linus. Dude. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Do you have to pre-tell it about, like, what packages you have? Like, oh, I have to tell it I'm running a web server? No. No, it detects it. Based on what I'm seeing here, it just, yeah, it automatically, like, I was reading about it, and it automatically will pick up, like, if you have Apache, it will pick up Apache and run Apache scans, and then also it will pick up uh, your TSL, SSL stuff. Like, it'll check your ciphers if you're using that kind of thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like all right, so, yeah, all right, keep going. This is very relevant. I actually had something pop up at work yesterday that's, like, super relevant to this. So, Great. Yeah. yeah, so it does this with, like, a, a modular plugin type system. So you could even write your own if you wanted to. I like this very much. It's yeah, it's a, it's a cool of, tool. A lot of good stuff. So I'm like going cool. to encourage our listeners to check it out for yourselves. Again, it doesn't <laughs> hurt anything if you're running on the box. Yeah, it's literally just, it just audits. Mm-hmm. It tells you what you can change. And there you go. And Does it tell you something as simple as, like, you're not running a firewall? You know, I don't know, because I usually run a firewall. Well, hold on. I just Which, ran uh, this. How do you spell this shit? L-I-N-I-S. It should be in the package repository. I just ran it. I literally just ran it while we're sitting there. And it does... I can't spell it, guys. L-Y-N-I-S. I get it. I see it. I literally searched for it. I'm just an idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. You got fingers like RMS. Ever, oh, okay, I'm ready. Ever seen it. his hands? <laughs> oh my god! It's probably because he uses Emacs. Yeah, dude, it can audit Docker files for you. Mm-hmm. What the fuck does yeah. that mean? It, so it it says recursive down into them basically. It found my shells. It, it looked mm-hmm. at my user groups, mm-hmm. memory mm-hmm. and processes kernel. Says that I'm running run run level five. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it does a lot of really neat stuff. NFS not found. USB devices. It tells you if your USB storage driver is not disabled or disabled. Mm-hmm. USB mm-hmm. guard, whether that's yeah. Found so or it's, not. it's it goes it's, even this beyond. Is neat. This is yeah, really neat. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a very good profile security profile builder, basically. Brent, do you know if it's available in CentOS repos? I don't know offhand. Okay. Why wouldn't it be? It's. it's I would imagine it would be, but I, it might be an old version. I mean, yeah, I don't know why it would or wouldn't be. I'm just asking if it is. Yeah. No, I I don't know. I can't I can't answer that for you. I mean, they say it runs on Linux, so... Well, I mean, it's a Linux-specific bone scanner, yeah, so I would hope right, it right, runs right. on Linux. Bare minimum. <laughs> <laughs> Bare minimum, right. I mean, just do a Yum search and see if it shows up, or a DNF search or whatever. Yeah. Uh, All right, anyway. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so while, while he's looking at that... It has to be from um, Apple. Okay. Okay. But, but yeah. Apple's like, you know, that's yeah. also yeah. one of the that's first default. things I enable. Okay. Right, right, right. So I want to move away from that because it's very. these things are very self-explanatory. I want to focus more on the experiences we sure, may or sure. may not have had with them. Sure, sure. Next, and these are all in order of goodness, like like yeah, quality. Yeah. According right? to Brent. According to me. I want to make that very clear. It's subjective to me, but... My opinion would very likely be exactly the opposite. Right. So just no, reverse the list if you're because interested you in what I think. don't know what you're doing. So. Yeah, I, I would hope mm-hmm. it wouldn't be. And then the, the second one I wanted to mention specifically is RK Hunter. Still pretty good, but it mostly only focuses on looking for rootkits. Which is still, I feel like it follows the Unix policy there. Mm-hmm. You know, do one thing and do it well. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, even even Unix didn't follow the Unix philosophy, but we talk more about that in the System D episodes. Sure, 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 sure. I'm just but saying, no, it, like, it, it, I would it, rather it is... a tool say, I'm only going to do rootkits versus I'm going to do all Rootkits, configuration things. issues, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. So, like, the benefit of that is you will get less false positives because it has a much narrower scope, right? Correct. Yeah. And it, you'll, which it, is good and bad. Higher, yeah, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be a higher priority type of thing because you'll know for a fact, like, oh shit, like this is definitely something that's a worry. Now I have a question. I'm kind of in, injecting it here, okay? Because you know, like, this is a tool. I just logged in. I had to run it locally. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there some kind of tool that we will talk about tonight that kind of collates this information across a wide breadth of systems, or is the mm. assumption that your systems are similar enough that you can scan one and know about all of them? Because well, that would be a really cool thing if I had a dashboard that, like, you know, scanned every system once a month and just told me which ones I needed to pay attention to. Right. Now, I mean, you could script it, and I think some of these have options to output it in, you know, specific yeah, like data format. JSON or CSV or whatever the fuck, yeah. Or XML, mm-hmm. which is superior to all of them. 
No. Well, right. Jommel. But... <laughs> Jommel. Jommel. What are you going to write the Jommel spec, Jaython? Yeah. yeah. Jaython, what are you going to you know write what? that? I think that I'm two beers deep now. If I have like another couple, I can maybe start tonight. You you should. You definitely <laughs> should. The Ballman it's been, like, it's been like 2.75 years at this point, and it needs to be a thing. Anyways, if you're hoping for Jommel to be out anytime soon, it's, it's not, not going to happen. happen. <laughs> and when it does come out, I'm sure it'll be awesome. Uh, you we'll got see. it, buddy. You you betcha. I have some It'll feature be requests before you've even started. So, yeah. So that's RK Hunter. It's good. You know, it's it's all of these are still maintained. By the way, I didn't include any dead projects to my knowledge, but it's all right. You know, it, it's you never know. I mean, with COVID nineteen, they may fall, <laughs> they may go under, they may get infected with the virus. Yeah. yeah. So that's RK Hunter. It, there's not much to talk about it. It's a little less pretty than Linus. It's certainly not as well. It's not as thorough as Linus is, but sometimes that's what you want. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know, you want something that'll give a more surface level report. Yeah. And then lastly, for these things is Czech Rootkit. Czech Rootkit is ancient, and you can tell by looking at it. It is still actively maintained, but it's it looks those, like shit. It's one of those things that's been around since the mid-90s. Or late 90s. Yeah, it's been around for a while. And mm-hmm. you can tell, like, it doesn't really... The reports are ugly, it, but it, you know, I mean, it does its job. So it depends on how minimal you want to get with this. Yeah, it is a much smaller install size on the other two, from recollection. So yeah, but okay, but in we've talked about this before, and I think we feel a little differently about it. But mm. it's 2020, and storage space should not be your concern when it comes to like well, deciding which tool to use. And we're talking I like agree. a matter of a couple kilobytes to megabytes. Yep, it's not yep. that significant yep. of a difference. So. You know, but if you happen to like a more, you're probably a person that hates System D if you are. But if you happen to be a, pers- a person that likes more legacy minded things. Oh my God, guys. I went there. I yep. went there. Yep, yep, yep. You, you, might like check, you might like check Rootkit over the other two. But again, not to trash check Rootkit. It, it does work, it does what it promises to do. But, you know, it lacks a little comfort. Yeah. Well, pizzazz. Yeah, no. It's not a bedazzled. Yeah, it's not a bedazzled. Right, right. And there are wrappers for these. Now, the first one I'm going to talk about Tiger. I have no experience with either of these, but Tiger might actually do what you're asking about, Jathan, about the the collating of of multiple remote hosts. Jesus, what was that? I don't know. I I think he's dead. So (laughs) Tiger might do it. I haven't used it, so I can't tell you if it does or not, Mm -hmm. and I can't tell you how well it does it, but. I do know that it is a wrapper and it does let you manage your reports much more easily. And then there's also SK debt. I think SK debt, probably SK detection or something that is managed by the RK Hunter team themselves. And it's a wrapper for RK Hunter. Suck it. <laughs> and they, what? It says test for suck it. Is that what it? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's a, yeah. uh, that's a, a vulnerability. Yeah. yeah. That's a specific Suck it, vulnerability. Adore, adore, NG, umph, umph shit, umph can, right, 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 right. They can, they can run it themselves and, and see. Yeah, now, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So again, I think SK debt might only work with RK Hunter, but you know, again, RK Hunter isn't that bad and you I mean, do have an option there for better report management. We'll call it Tiger, I think works with all three and some others. Tiger yeah. is more of a general purpose solution for this. Yeah. I may be confusing it with SK Dead. I can't remember which is which. No, but... it looks like SK Dead runs off of that. Okay. And then, similar to vulnerability scanners, they're a little bit more of a manual process, are mm. IDSs. Now, what they basically do, they're a little mm. dumb. What they do is they will check the file integrity of each file on the system. And then, you know, periodically check against those checksums and, and let you know which files have changed. Because you can't always rely on end time. You can't always rely on... Other things, you know. And yeah, you could script checksumming yourself, but these do have some added benefits because that's literally their entire purpose is to gather these checksums and and they can do automatically diff for you and and things like that. So they definitely have a purpose and it's a good purpose. Now, the two modern ones I would recommend are Tripwire, which does have an open source component, but they did go commercial and they kind of suck since they did that. And then the other one is AFIC or AFIC. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but I can spell it A-F-I-C-K. Affic. It's definitely Affic. Okay. I have the best pronunciations. Well, right. The best pronunciations. Pronunciations. That's correct. And Affic or Afic or whichever. <laughs> it's a more stripped down version. It doesn't do as much as Tripwire. But it's, again, it's great if that's what you want. If you want something more lightweight, 
I use it to check boot files because I have a I have an encrypted hard drive, but I still need to ensure the integrity of the boot files, right? Correct. So I do that with AFIC or AFIC or however you pronounce it. And I have that AFIC. right in the in it RAMFS and it, it halts the nice. boot process if they don't match. So that is handy. Well, have either of you used Tripwire? A long time ago. I've used it a long time so ago. So we use it currently. We use the commercial version. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because why not? And I don't like it that much. Mm-hmm. It does do its job. And it does stay, you know, fairly small and unobtrusive. Mm-hmm. There's a delay sometimes, though, in its reporting. Mm. Which is kind of weird. Probably depends on the amount of files, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But I mean, I don't know. If you're going to use it, don't just rely on it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you need to... You need oh, to yeah, that's that, true of all these. You know. Yeah, don't... Yeah, yeah, never yeah, rely yeah. on just one solution right. for this. I mean, that's, that's what I was trying to get at is if you you can use it and it's fine, but don't just expect it to be perfect all the time because, right. you know, people know what they're doing. And... It's a good tool for your toolbox, but it's not a sonic screwdriver. Correct. Got it. Correct. It's definitely the flashlight when you need a lantern. Yeah. Yeah. What? what? Don't worry about it, Jathan. That's a hell of an analogy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right. What? Now, I did, a long time ago, I also used something called Osiris, but I believe that's Ooh, dead. I Osiris D. Osiris, yeah. But I, I'm pretty sure it's dead, because I haven't I haven't heard, seen any news from it. I can't seem to find it again, but I didn't look too hard for it either. But that's, you know, there's a lot of IDSs out there, but they all operate under the same basic premise of basically just comparing checksums. Mm-hmm. Right. The difference is how they handle that. And speaking of, an expansion of the IDS is something called an IPS, which is intrusion proof. IDS is intrusion detection system, right? So IPS would be... Intrusion prevention system? You got it. You got it. I think you can enable that on ubiquity stuff, but it slows you down like hardcore. So that's the thing. There are network variants of all these. IDS and IPS, by their nature, are local file system based solutions. Right, right. Right. There are NIDs, Network IPS, or Network mm-hmm. IDS, and NIPS. Yep. I know, no giggles, but they're called NIPS. NIPS. Network I- Intrusion Prevention System. And yeah, Ubiquity like does have a NIPS. I like NIPS very much. But as with all, all NIPS systems, it will slow your shit down. Because what it's doing is like deep stateful packet inspection on every yeah. packet. Oh, God. So. Yeah, don't even turn it on. Just don't even turn it on. Well, I mean, if you have a good reason, but like, just be aware that it's your network will be affected. Yeah, I mean, what I would say is, if you're a home user, right? Exactly, you don't need Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, you probably don't need it. Yeah. So that is the vulnerability aspect of what we're talking about tonight. And also, there are virus scanners for Linux. And you're like, what the fuck, virus? Like, you know, Linux doesn't get viruses. There are viruses out there for Linux. There are like maybe only two or three that have ever been seen in the wild. But they are out there. It's much harder to infect a Linux machine, which is probably why you know most of the security issues in Linux are focused on exploiting vulnerabilities rather than writing viruses, I should say. But they do exist out there because you have things like mail servers and file servers and things like that mm-hmm. that may contain files or be transmitting files, excuse me, that, for instance, Windows machines would be using. So then you, you need some way of scanning those files before they get to the end user. And that's the number one use for these things. Yeah, and what's cool about it is, though, like, I said we were going to do it. We're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Clam AV is probably the, the most well-known. Did you pull up the uh, the scratch, Jathan? No, fuck that. Okay, because it's first on the list. Yeah, oh, it's well, definitely see, the first. look at that. See, Brent well-known. and I, we're like the same person. But now, anyway. Jathan, do you know about the GUI for Clam AV? No, why would you need that? Oh, God. It's, oh, God. You don't. Can I just tell you... But it's called Clam TK. The, the GUI for Clam AV is garbage. Oh, well, most like, stuff it's, Most stuff it's, with TK is. Yeah, yes. It's, it's yes. just ugly it's, as shit. It's literally, literally a garbage scow being pulled down the Hudson River. Right. It is absolute fucking trash. But, it's, I mean, it's also better than nothing if you're someone who needs I, a GUI. Yes. But, I, guess. I mean, that kind of does... Defeat the purpose, though, right? Like, you want right. to cron a clam scan. You don't want right. to right. have to pull Correct. up a, a GUI and, and do it manually every time. But you can tell it to scan explicit files, so I can see a, a GUI being a good use case in that sense, if you are uncomfortable with the command line. But probably shouldn't be a Linux admin if you're uncomfortable with the command line. <laughs> just, a, just a thought. 
Yeah. So there are is there clan. actual wait a minute. Yeah. Are there actual Linux admins who who prefer a GUI? I mean, seriously? look, there's a reason you can install <laughs> CentOS with a GUI at install time. I'll leave uh, it at that. I'll leave it at that. I had an Oracle DBA tell me that a GUI is just as good as a command line. No. And I was just like, all no. right, buddy. You can't sure. regex a GUI. <laughs> true. That's very true. Yeah, so the... Where's it going with this? Oh, right, Clam. Clam scanners. Yeah, so, so Clam is probably the most well-known. It's okay. Mm. The problem with all of these is they're just okay. But I think you can say that of just about any virus. Like, all the issues with these are issues that would be present to different degrees in other virus scanners. Clam, maybe a lot of the signatures would be missing. You know, it doesn't yeah. do a great job at detecting more obscure shit. But it's better than nothing, right? It will catch the low-hanging fruit. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, it's better than nothing. It's definitely, you know, it's mm-hmm. not Kaspersky, which updates every hour for Windows, whatever. Sure, sure. But it's, you know, it's if you need something that's relatively lightweight to run, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. You know? and, and I say relatively kind of loosely because uh, it right. uses, like, it uses a lot of RAM on my Linux. Right, right. Does, <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah. It does. It absolutely yeah. does. Which what I was going to say, though, yeah. a little while ago is what's cool about Clam is it will actually look for viruses across operating systems. Yes. Yeah. It's, yes. it's great for the multi-platform application. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Correct. Now, there are... There's another one that I know of. I've never used this one. So, you know, fire beware, caveat emptor, all, caveat emptor, all that... But it's called Sophos. Sophos. Sophos has a scanner, an antivirus scanner for Linux. I've never yeah. heard anything good Sophos about it. Sophos is also on Mac OS, as far as I know. Yeah. Now, it's and Sophos, I think, but I don't want to speak out of turn here, but mm-hmm. I think that it is what the IT department at CU recommends for Mac users. So it must huh. be decent. I'm well, assuming they looked it up and researched either it. Either that I don't, or. I usually, how these things go, Jathan, is like. Your IT department probably, it's very similar with a lot of doctors and pharmaceutical companies, right? Like they come and they schmooze your IT department and they say, hey, you should totally use our scanner. We'd love to take you out to dinner again, you know? So like, but there's so a lot of that shit. It's not open source then? Is that true? It is proprietary. It is licensed free for use for a single user. So you can use it on like your home computer, for instance. Mm-hmm. But if you want to deploy it for like your work environment or a, even a lab, a home lab, that would break the terms of service. Yeah. So it's not open source. But, you know, uh, back to open source, we claim AV is open source. There's another called FPROT, which I think might be open source. I'm not 100% sure. But FPROT is another one that has been around for a very long time. Yeah, I used FPROT for Windows a long time ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's another multi-platform one. It will scan for... Any known Linux viruses, any Windows viruses, it Mac OS viruses. It is not even free for use. FPROP? Yeah. For a single user? I think I they don't changed believe, that. man. I thought it was free at one point in time. Well, I guess it's definitely an open source then, huh? It's not open source, that's for sure. And yeah, and to be fair, like, just because you have to pay for a product does not necessarily mean it is not open source. That's the whole point of open source. It also doesn't mean it's bad. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. But it, it does mean that, you know, all not open source means is you won't be able to get your access to the source to build it yourself or modify it yourself. So, right. whatever. And you can't solve a profit either. And you can't audit it independently. Right, yeah. This is not GNU Administrivia, though, so I don't want to spend too much time on the, on the I'm sorry, it's GNU Linux Administrivia. <laughs> GNU Linux Administrivia, excuse you. Or recently, as I've taken to calling it myself, GNU Plus Sys Administrivia or whatever. <laughs> whatever the fuck the meme is. There's some copy pasta about it. Yeah, so that is, those are vulnerability scanners and virus scanners, the differences between them and some options you have on Linux to run them on Linux. I can't remember. We should do a whole episode on it, so I'm not going to go into too much detail now, but for NIDs slash NIPs, Snort is a good one for that if you're looking for a quick. Yeah, so like I said, Snort is a good one for the network component of the integrity checking, basically, but we should probably spend a whole episode about that. Yes, we yeah. should talk about Snort. Any closing comments? Any questions? Observations? I guess what I would be curious is... Opinions? Yes, Jaython. Do you feel that bone scanners have a place in all of our toolkits? Like, should we all be doing these things? Yes. Yeah, I, yes, no, I think so. Oh, you know because what? Interestingly enough, like... I forgot well, to mention one. So, as far as, like, 
file integrity checking goes, entry. It's primarily oh, okay. a BSD thing. Yeah. But sure. I personally have ported NetBSB's entry to the Arch AUR. It's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. And it is fantastic. It will let you get a snapshot and a single file of all of the file. You can get like file sizes, oh, file cool. checksums, permissions. And you can tell Mtree to you know generate that, but also check against the same spec file that it generates. That's cool. And it will, you have the option of correcting some of those things. Like if the permissions don't match, Mtree will say like, you know, you can tell that. Mtree to revert them. Yeah. Are you going to link to that in the errata show notes? Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Okay, all right. What, the AUR package? M- no, the M3, whatever it's called. Mtree, yeah. Mtree. I, see, I, I don't M- know. As in mother... Tree as in the thing that grows out of the ground. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it might have been modification tree. I'm not, I'm not sure what the M stands for, but yeah, no, it's, it's a BSD tool. It's on just about every BSD, probably every yeah. BSD. But you know, there is a Linux port. The Linux direct port kind of sucks, but if you use the NetBSD port with NetBSD libs, it's a much mm-hmm. better port because it uses real M tree. But yeah, no, it, it's a fantastic tool. I wish GNU had their own version of it but fork it and write it i actually fork I did it. write a fork in python not i guess it wouldn't be a port would it I, I i did a rewrite of it in python fork it okay so why aren't we all using it yeah why aren't we all using mm. it what's up with that i think mine just generates the entry spec i don't think it applies oh, it no. so i need some more work oh, on that but no you know shouldn't be too hard yeah so entry was one i did not mention and definitely should have Mm-hmm. And now I did. So, yeah, sorry. So, uh, Jaython, if you have 20 network file systems mounts, right, <laughs> and five of them have raised severe warnings <laughs> with Linus or Linus. Linus? Linus? It's Linus. How, whichever it is. How many <laughs> files, how many network file system mounts do you have left that you can trust? 75. No, not 75. 62. Not 62. Jayathan, are you with trillion. us? I think... Uh, huh. Listen, and the well, time is taking you to I'll, say okay, this. Okay, in the interest of fairness, Jayathan... people have died of COVID-19. In the interest of fairness, <laughs> this is a trick question. Why? I shouldn't trust any of them. <laughs> yes! Good job! Yeah, you cannot... I shouldn't trust any of them. technically cannot trust clams. any of them, but... Why can't I trust any of them? Well, because you don't know if it's not if it's something that just was not detected by. Yes, the you don't know what you don't know. I see. Yeah, minimal I trust see. policy is a good policy to follow. Boom. But yes, shotgun. I'm proud that you got the trick question. Good job. Good job, yeah. Jathan. But twenty minus five is how many clams, Jathan? Seventy-five million. Team. Yes. Yeah. All right. So here's the thing that's going to happen right now. Do you guys know what happened today? What happened today? There were protests in various cities across the United States. Nope, not that. Oh, okay, all right. What else? 68 huh? people got COVID-19 and... Possibly. Okay, all right. Seems high, but okay. Yeah, carry on. There were a lot of service outages today. From whom? From all from kinds whom? of places. Like what? Do you know why? 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 I'm asking, something? do you genuinely know why? No, I don't. No, why? I stepped away from the keyboard today. Because... There was a major certificate that's expired today, and a lot of people didn't prepare for it. Which what certificate, certificate was it? The AdTrust external CA route today expired. <laughs> the entire reason that I've been bitching, the entire reason I've been bitching about this fucking black box exporter, which I'm not here to bitch about that some more, but is because. A lot of my certs have been expiring today because a single cert in one of the multiple chains is mm. going to expire. And it's the Ad Trust CA. It expired today. Yeah. And a lot of people wow. didn't prepare for it. And there were a lot of services that did you prepare working. for it? I did. I didn't have a single thing that fucked up today. And I'm super proud of it because. Good. Good job. Good job. Proud of you. So, yeah, it's uh, specifically Komodo was offering or, or issuing SSL certificates. I believe only Komodo, but I'm not sure about that. Komodo does have a Linux virus scanner too, by the way, but it's probably bullshit. Don't use it. Please don't use yeah, it. Yeah, so I was hoping we could take a minute to talk about why this happened for some people and not others, and I was hoping that we could talk about how to prevent it, and mm. I was hoping... Because people are dumb, that's why. Well, I think I might well, be a little bit more complex than that. 
Tatum. Yeah, so let's talk about certificate chaining for a second in okay. general. By the way, you are very heavily insinuated that an intermediate or a root would expire before the user certificate, and that is false, by the way. That Before what? Before the user certificate. The, the end point in the chain. It that can. is false. It can. It can, but you made it sound like that was... You, you literally said that's usually the case, and it's definitely not usually No, when did I say that? The Just episode, now. The 15 clans that you did on it? It's in the recording. You can listen for yourself. But Just that is false. Pain. I mean, it, it... Okay, whatever. We're not getting into that. It is a definite possibility, and it is a, a corner case. Not an edge case, but a corner case. So it's, a, it's a little bit more common than an edge case. But it's a corner case that should be accounted for. No, there's more edges than corners, dude. Yeah, but corner cases so, are more common than edge cases. Because one is sense. right on the edge. No, right, look it up. Look it up. You know, please. I don't care. Whatever. Point is, so point the is, point is, it's something that should be accounted for if you're auditing certs. Yeah, so I'm expanding on a previous 15 clams where I bitched for a while about some asshole on GitHub, which I maintain. But right. anyway, so basically, we have, in this case, a root CA that was expiring, but it's an external root CA that's added as basically like... And Brent, you're going to have to correct me if I'm kind of wrong here. Mm. But it's like an extra layer of verification for a cert. No. Yeah, it is. Because it's what you trust. And then the root CA can sign an intermediate, which is passed along with the client cert. And then that way the clients verify the whole chain. They already have My point is you can be signed by multiple root CAs. Oh, no. Yeah, you absolutely can. Yeah. And in most cases, most certs are. I don't know about that. Well, I, in my experience, all of them coming from Komodo have been, but I don't know if it's literally because of this ad trust external CA. It usually is. Yeah, that yeah. as long as I've been using Komodo, this has just been the case. Yeah, that's like a it's a like a switchover kind of instance. So here's the case. thing: is is the point is depending, especially on your client software and what you're using a cert for or anything else, mm-hmm. you cannot assume that the last cert in the chain, the one that's actually presented to the client, which is usually called a client certificate. Yep. Although I personally think that's even well, a bit no. of a misnomer. No, the, well, the client certificate is something client sends to the server, but that's well. It's in some the cases, the user certificate is. or the server certificate is what it's usually referred to as. Sure. Anyway, but so my point is, you have to monitor all of the certs in your chain, mm-hmm. and what you have to be aware of is like a lot of my certs were not only signed mm. by this ad trust CA. So even though that is expiring, the cert is not invalid entirely. Correct. As long as you have that, the, other the whole CA chain is not broken. Trusted. Yeah. Right. And so that's why you really need monitoring in place that will check basically all all of the cert chains and all branches of the cert chain. Yep. That's kind of all I wanted to say about this. I thought it was hilarious that so many services today were having <laughs> issues. Yeah, that's great. Are you awesome. gonna are you gonna trash the guy on the GitHub way to, issue? Way to go, guys. On the who am I gonna trash? The, the GitHub the guy. GitHub guy. Yeah. No, he's not worth my time. <laughs> okay. That's a Jason, that's a mark of maturity. Yeah, oh, it is. It's so I'm actually, what I'm trying to find, and I should have had it ready beforehand and I didn't, is Swift on Security tweeted a blog post about this specifically. Mm-hmm. I'll link to it in the show notes. If you don't follow her, you should. Yeah. Then? Kind of. Sometimes. It's multiple people behind the account. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Doesn't matter. That was kind of a shitty 15 clams, but... <laughs> it wasn't even 15 they, minutes. They usually are, so... Well, if I could find this fucking blog post... Well, let's try and bullshit a couple minutes here while Jathan looks for it. Do you need to find it now, Jathan? I'm looking for it right now, but well, I no. Can't. I mean, do you need to? Because I could just put it in the show notes. No, it doesn't really matter for okay. anything. Okay. I, point being, point being, yeah. yeah. What was your initial question? Was something like, how do you check for that? It's not how do you check for that. I can tell you a tool. <laughs> check for that. <laughs> Fine. Mm-hmm. The black box exporter for Prometheus mm-hmm. will literally for half of almost actually no more than half like 90 percent of my search right now from now on will just show them as expired because mm-hmm. it doesn't have support for properly checking cert chains in a way yeah. that will only determine if all of them are going to expire mm-hmm. no there's lots of tools and examples of how to do it sure the truth is it's very unlikely that you are going to be impacted by a root or intermediate expiring before your cert though if it's the only root or intermediate mm-hmm. assuming mm-hmm. you're using like a big company like komodo yeah, it's not a once in a lifetime thing, but it's also not once a month, you know? Yeah, like no, it's, it's like once every five or six yeah, years. Yeah, five, ten years is, is usually when this kind of stuff happens, yeah. Yeah. Depending on how varied your, your certificate deployments and, and providers are, sure. And, you know, I wish I had a fancy workaround for you or something else, but, you know, there's nothing to say other than the right way to fix it is to get new certs issued. Now, does black box, does the black box thing require that all of the root CAs are valid? 
Yes, or it just reports on the one that will expire soonest, oh, which is okay. not necessarily helpful. It's like a false but no, no, no. positive. But that's not that should not be passed with the for like web servers. You don't pass the CA cert. You just pass the intermediate and user I know. cert chain. I know. So what you could do is on all your affected systems, just fucking delete the expired root CA. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you can do that, but hey, manually the, manually editing search for to, that. No, is you shouldn't right. need it's to. It's not a good idea in general. What's the lifespan of this particular CA? Is it a year? Two years? No, 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 no. Like ten five years. Plus. Yeah, five plus. They're usually long. Yeah. Okay. And these are like part of the whole reason you're using the intermediate CA is because number one, it's easier to change in case it gets compromised. Yeah. And number two, right. usually the CA signing the intermediate certificate is a very manual process. Yeah. You know, the best practice dictates that your CA is air-gapped. Here, here's actually an article I'm going to link to in IRC now about the... Your root CA. It's released by Sectigo. So the whole point really is that... I'm going to just read part of it. Sectigo at present offers the ability to cross-sign certificates with the AdTrust legacy route to increase support among very old systems and devices. I personally think that's fucking stupid anyway, but... Any applications or installations that depend on this cross-sign route must be updated May 2020 or run the risk of outage. Mm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's legacy support, man. Update yep. your shit. Yeah, update your shit. Because there is a running list, and I'm looking for that now too, of services that were down today because of this. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because that's part of the thing. It's like everybody checks their user certs, but they don't check the whole chain usually. Because and normally don't... you don't need to, but that's... Right. If you're using a reputable CA, you shouldn't need to. Now, did Komodo email you about the changing of the CA? No. Okay. No. I I feel like that's a... Like, they they shouldn't need to because you should be like, oh, that CA CA cert's going to expire soon. But on the other hand, like, I feel like it's... Like, they already have, like, bulk email in place. Like, how hard would it be for them to be like, oh, BT-dubs, just a reminder. Yeah. BT-dubs. Wow, here's a service that actually will. I would love to see Komodo use a uh, test your server does. for you, and then uh, also generate the correct chain so you can copy paste. What? How can they generate? How? They just take out the root and they put it. You know. So here. do you give them your root seat, your entire bundle? Yep. That's dumb. That's fucking dumb. Like you should just... nine times out of ten, the intermediate cert literally has the word intermediate in the CN. I know. Like why? Oh, that's fucking. I don't see the point of that. The fact is, if you got bitten by this today, you're an idiot, though. Mm. Mm. I mean, <laughs> it's an easy mistake to make. To be fair, X509 is shown its age, right? Yeah, but dude, no cert is like singularly signed by this. So what software are you running that's not... Not like, what? Actually looking at multiple chains in your cert if it has to. All of them. I mean, that's you shouldn't you even include search. the fucking root certificate in the certificate chain anyway. No, 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 dude. Like the way you verify search is, you always need the root the, the root CA. Right, but that's client side usually. You don't right, present that the root as part like, of what you're passing. Okay, but think of like how much, like Instagram, for instance, right? Think of how many APIs they use and how many remote calls that is. Yeah. So that means that they are making external calls, right? Which would yeah. make them a client, right? And they're probably verifying TLS. They should be. What, what does that have to do with the cert? My point is, like, if that cert is on the external service that they're calling, and if they locally have a... But it's have... not the only cert. The problem is they're only following one fucking part of the chain. Right. No. Okay. I see what you're saying. So you're, it's not smart enough to find the best matching root CA is what you're saying. That's right. That's okay. what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, no, that's, there are that typically is, multiple. That is definitely a... It's a client an issue. An oversight. Undersight. Oh, oh, oversight. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it's an issue that a lot of people don't do that, you know? Yeah. And again, like, I understand why, you know, most of the time you don't need to, but there are, like, that's literally how you change CAs, and CAs do, CA certs do expire. That's a requirement for them for many browsers, for instance. Yeah, right, and that's a good trusted. thing. And no, it's a good thing. We're going to see some major changes to that, I believe, in September, where mm. browsers are going to stop trusting certs that expire more than a year out. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that, but... No, that was approved by the... Mozilla? We talked about it. We talked about it in an episode. Oh, no, yeah. Fucking Google Chrome did that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I forget which so, episode yeah. that is. Yeah, no, we... Uh... Here, it's actually Apple. 
Apple started. Like Apple, that was it. Yeah. Apple. Oh, I just closed Firefox. Whoops. Oops. I really wish I could disable Control Q in Firefox. Every time. Every you time. Agree. No, you can't. Not on Linux. Yeah. yeah, dude. You just gotta grab something that's at a lower level than Firefox to grab the key combo and throw it away. That doesn't work. Haven't yes, we talked does. about this before? It doesn't. I literally just dude. I do it. I will literally find ago. the fucking way that I'm doing it. I'm, my my window manager grabs Control Q and just throws it away. It never gets past the Firefox. All right. Well, maybe it works on some DEs and some not, or some window managers, I guess. Yeah. Anyways, point being, <laughs> back on topic. Point being, yeah. Make sure you're checking all branches of your chains, and if you're using multiple root CAs, make sure you check all of them. Is that a JPON? That's it. Guys, this is a short episode. I mean, we're still an hour in the raw, but, you know. Yeah, hour seven, but that means it's going to produce kind of like an hour flat-ish. So, yeah. it's a short yeah, episode. No, no, it's, it's a good episode. episode. Yeah. You know, I think we should talk another 15 minutes, though, about uh, politics. and. No, I'm so <laughs> sick of politics. Definitely not. No. I can't stand watching this, honestly, right now. I, I watch this and I'm just like, kill me now. Just, just oh, hey, did you guys watch the uh, SpaceX launch today? Yeah. Yes. Dude, fuck History. that. History what has do you mean, been fuck made. That, History has been made. It's been nine years since the U.S. had a, a manned shuttle. You don't think that's now cool? We have, and now no. we have. And this was done by a private company. How cool is Correct. that? Correct. For cheaper than the shuttle, by the way. With renewable parts. Boosters. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's fucking cool. I think that's fucking cool, dude. I'm excited about it. Just because you aren't. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's not exciting anymore. Okay. I think I think we're ready to close. Does anyone have any closing comments, opinions, perspectives, whatever? I'm good. I got nothing else. Take your shit. Yeah, I'm fine. Stay home. Mm-hmm. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Mm-hmm. Social uh, distance. Don't eat. Dicks. Don't eat tainted meat. Don't. Tainted meat. Don't. Tainted meat. Don't use a hole to shit in because then you get pinworms. Don't. Oh, God. And the only way you can find out if you have pinworms is if you're asleep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think medical advances have been made so they can detect nope, it without. No, 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 no. Not even you, with the stool you sample? You literally have to be asleep. Yeah, hmm. You literally have to be asleep and they have to come look at your butthole. <laughs> That's good to know. So don't get pinworms. Don't defecate <laughs> in uh, an open field at the same spot every time barefoot. <laughs> Don't. What else? What are some other some other good tips? Don't walk around naked with your webcam on. Know how OBS works. Don't use knives when you don't have pants on. Yeah, yeah. Or cook bacon. Don't cook bacon naked. Mm-hmm. 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 Don't. Uh... Conversely. Uh huh. Play with wax while naked. Unless you're into that. Unless, yeah. Yeah. Don't start fires you can't control. Australia, that one's for you. Yeah. <laughs> don't take a sledgehammer to support beams i think that's a good one that's actually one of those ones that people are like but why not and then you like let them think about it for a minute and like oh, oh right they're, well they're called support beams for a reason right exactly i mean unless you're specifically trying to demo a house in which case you should probably not be down there with a sledgehammer you should be using like a, a backhoe or something you know right right don't uh jathan help us out here no, this is this is the end. <laughs> this, is, this is dumb. This is the end okay. of the world as Fair we enough. know it. This has been System Administrivia. This has been the end Administrivia. I'm Brent. I'm Jonathan. I'm the end. <laughs> See you later.